Yo, yo, yo. What's up? This is your friendly neighborhood knucklehead, and this is the Part-Time Artist Podcast episode 122. 122. Okay. It is Tuesday, August 31st, 3.38 p.m. It's been a while. It's been over a month since I've done a podcast, so I'm forcing myself to get back in it right now um yeah we opened up with a little rancid uh i'm not gonna play any more of that song but props if you could recognize that song that rancid song we are going to see rancid tonight um i'm like not it's weird i'm not excited to go to the show tonight because i really don't know what to expect you know so I, it's one of those things for me where I'm going to a concert. Like, I don't even know how to wrap my head around it. Um, and I'm not really going to believe it until I'm there, <laughs> until I see a stage, until I'm around a whole bunch of people, and I'm like, oh, my God, am I, like, playing Russian roulette? Um, so I'm not, like, stoked, but at the same time, I'm like... I don't know. This is just an experiment for me to see what's going on. I'm going to unpackage my KN95 mask, like the only one I have, and see what's going on. I don't know. I'm going to bring, I guess, a, a bunch of masks. We'll see what's uh, comfortable, I guess. I really, uh, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. So, uh, yeah, let's see what, what it's all about. I mean... Uh, concerts in general, I just don't know what to say for COVID. It's just left and right and center of bands canceling shows, canceling tours, dropping out of festivals, postponing stuff. Um, so I, I really don't know like how to feel about it all. And I don't, I don't even know like if the decision is just up to us, if the U.S. government has just kind of like backpedaled away from the illusion of control over what people will do and how people will um, be able to control themselves. Um, so... I'm, I'm, it's an experiment for me. We'll see how it goes. I still, I have tickets to Riot Fest in a couple weeks, and I don't know what to do. Like, almost every headlining band has, like, dropped out of that show, and somehow the show is still going on. So, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I am just not, mentally, I'm not thinking about being there for that. And I know it's in a big giant field and it's probably going to be way safer than the show I'm going to tonight, but there's, there's just something about it that it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like the only reason I would go is because I can't get rid of my tickets. I already put my tickets up for sale. Um, so 
I don't know. And every time I'm looking at anything Riot Fest posts, it just seems to be uh, people commenting wanting refunds. So I don't really think anybody's going to buy my tickets. I think everybody's trying to get rid of their tickets. Um, I can't imagine people that bought those tickets to see like Nine Inch Nails or something, you know, where... Like, what do you do now? Like, the band I bought tickets to see is not going to be there anymore, so what do I do? Uh, it's just awkward, and I don't think Riot knows what to do. I, I, At this point, I'm accepting the fact that Riot is just taking our money and is trying not to go out of business and is trying to still be, like, one of the few... Uh, festivals that will operate in the United States that won't have like Billie Eilish headlining, you know, or Cardi B or whatever, like just like something outside of the realm of pop music. Um, even though all those bands are super popular, it's just not top 40 radio. Um, so I'm just accepting it. Hopefully they, We'll keep the festival alive for next year, but I don't know what to say about festivals and shows in general, but I'm interested to see how they handle the show tonight, seeing Rancid, Rancid and Dropkick, um, and hopefully like they're learning from their mistakes. Pennsylvania and Philadelphia has implemented a bunch of rules in public gatherings, but I just really fail to see things being enforced other than people just following the rules. Like I, I, I really just see people that are with it and they're going to follow the rules or people that are just like, ah, I don't really give a fuck right now. Um, I don't see a lot of in between. I don't see a lot of people stepping in to enforce enforce like a mask rule or something like that even at my job like the the rules have been changed so much my boss is like hey don't approach people now approach people now approach other staff people you know now approach young people or approach people that don't seem to have a mask offer them a mask and now it's or just like keep your mouth shut so uh, at this point my my head is kind of spinning on like what do we do here, you know? I kind of take out all my aggression uh, on the internet <laughs> with it all. Um, uh, yeah, so what's cool and new for me is uh, if you go to 1234Go Records, if you search Google for that or something, they are reissuing and repressing vinyls and 7 inches for the entire discography of Pinhead Gunpowder. And in my world, that is the coolest thing ever because that's obviously my favorite band, um, Aaron Cometbus, a friend of the podcast and a huge inspiration for, you know, the last Knucklehead record. And um, so that, that like, rocked my world and I kind of dove headfirst into that. And that's why um, the last acoustic cover video that I put on YouTube was this next song. So this is a Pinhead Gunpowder song off of their first record called Keeping Warm in the Nighttime. Check it out. Keep it warm in the nighttime, burning hopes and dreams, and even impossible, scapes are possible, and 
Pinhead Gunpowder record is called Jump Salty, and uh, most people regard this as the Pinhead record because it has like the original members, um, of course the singer for Green Day, Billy Joe, um, is like a side frontman, and uh, Aaron Cometbus uh, is like a prime songwriter who is the drummer and I mean the drum work on that tune just on its own the 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 fills or or the beats on the toms like I don't even know what he's playing there I can't even wrap my head around it but it does just build that tension and then once those two hits come in and the next verse starts or whatever it's uh it's really raw and jump salty is just a raw like punk record but it's not thrashing it's not just about thrash it's not just about you know getting out your kicks or whatever like there is some meaningful lyrics and it does inspire you to listen closely and try to figure out what's going on um this is like before they integrated like harmonies like the backup vocals um it's just it's just raw. So the Jump Salty is like like not the most uh like mainstream or like I don't think Jump Salty is the record that like really gets people hooked on Pinhead unless you were around for that scene in the Bay Area back then. Um I think the later stuff probably will catch people's ear more there's a little bit more melody integrated but um that's my favorite song off of jump salty and um yeah there's a lot of songwriting uh storytelling in that record where it's really clear like aaron was a writer that was playing music um and just being a drummer and writing the lyrics like it's just I think a unique thing that not too many bands have the drummer writing the lyrics you know for the most part or writing the music and then you know in a true knucklehead fashion he's also designing the artwork and I guess coming up with thematic um aesthetics for the whole band altogether so i just think it 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 comes together really well and that's it's really what i look to do kind of is to do what pinhead gunpowder does um so that's why this new uh, reissue for their records is super cool because gives me the opportunity to buy physical copies of the music that 
I didn't have the opportunity to buy back in the 90s when I was a child. Um, so I'm totally stoked on it. And um, yeah, I guess today we'll just we'll just play some Pinhead songs today. Fuck it. I've been gone for a while. This is my podcast. It's my favorite band. So that's what we'll do. Um, so today is August 31st. It is exactly one month since I've turned 29. And that's also like a reason the podcast was kind of late because the days approaching my birthday and the days after, it's kind of like building anxiety to the day and then the day happens and then the aftermath of it. And I was lucky to get a podcast out in July, I think, but um, before all that stuff really kicked in. But it's really tough for me. I don't know how you guys see birthdays, but birthdays for me are like a reality check. You know, where where is your head where are you going? Um, like, what are the milestones you're working on and, and things like that? And that's just where my head goes naturally, my inner dialogue with myself um, is just, what is happening? <laughs> and the last podcast kind of dug into that just in terms of COVID and how COVID attributes itself to, you know, anxiety, time management, uh, discipline, and just motivation in general, and how you motivate yourself or manage yourself. Um, when you have, I guess, an active mind. Hopefully this this doesn't sound like condescending, but when you have like a a mind that sort of can operate uh, erratically, then I think it might be a little bit more difficult to be able to consolidate and and methodically plan out all the things that you hope to achieve in terms of you know your creative work, being a part time artist. And then also your lifestyle, how you sustain being happy and living in your day-to-day routines. Um, So yeah, COVID had to have had an impact on everybody, whether large or small, um, whether people in your band aren't in your band anymore, or uh, someone like me who just up and left where I was living before and moved a couple times. Um since since covid hit um but now turning 29 just brings up a whole new set of stuff because it's like wow i am pushing 30 and some people might be rolling their eyes right now um at turning 30 some people might be thinking they'll never get there um i know for some weird reason as a kid I always thought 29 like that was it for me like that was probably the year the my last year on earth I don't know why I don't know if I had a dream but it's just something I remember since I was little that 29 was like the doomsday clock of years um 
So I'm trying to keep that in mind. <laughs> and uh, as I say that, let's just get into another tune. This is like pretty much the birthday song for me. And again, this is another Pinhead Gunpowder song. This song kind of wraps things up so perfectly. This one is called 27. Check it out. Seven by Pinhead Gunpowder. I think that one is off of Shoot the Moon or Shoot to the Moon. I don't remember what that EP is called. Um, but yeah, that song it, it just it just hits the nail right on the head, man. Birthday cards in the trash. I'm looking at the calendar from last year, and everybody says, "Dude, just throw that out." But I'm just gonna leave it up because. I'm kind of living like I wish it was last year or something. For me, that song just has to do with racing against time and you're getting older even though you really don't want to and you're trying to get to a certain place in life and you're rushing to accomplish things and and time just passes you by and you can't control how fast things are coming. And you end up like doing a whole lot and then you think back like, what did I actually do? You know, you can't even remember what was going on. You just find yourself in the same places that you were last year. You know, am I still going to stand in line? Oh, sorry, I burped in there. Am I still going to stand in the same lines when I turn 29? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that just really puts things in place for me and that's kind of how I feel about it. So Yeah, but I'm trying to so here's what I'm doing. Let's let's end this on a positive note. You know, I'm trying to First of all, I'm in therapy weekly. And I think if you can, you know, even getting on 
Medicaid or whatever, whatever your income level is at, if you have health insurance, you know, on the back of your health insurance card, look for behavioral health or mental health or something like that. Call up the office and just get a phone number for a therapist that takes your insurance so you don't have to deal with, you know, trying to file claims and this and that, you know, just, just find someone that, that you can talk to and, that's like super important for me because that therapy for me is trying to confirm that I'm on the right track. And my therapist is always sort of keeping things in perspective for me where I look at things like um, working on let's say a new song. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not done. I've been working on the vocals for this song for like three weeks. And she's like, well, you worked on it today. And I was like, yeah. And she said, for how long? And I was like, uh, maybe two hours. So she was like, so you accomplished two hours of vocals today, you know, and just changing your, or changing my perspective to things like that can make me feel like instead of being so accomplishment oriented I can be more goal oriented which is the goal is to get back to work on those tracks or to get back to work on like websites and stuff like that and um and just really keep moving from one thing to the next and to have somebody check in on you, like, how are you moving from one thing to the next? Or, you know, if you get clean or sober, like a sponsor is kind of a similar situation because they hold you accountable for like what you're doing on a daily basis. And a therapist is kind of the same way, but they're like an expert on communication and mindset and behaviorally how you can uh, stay healthy with it all. So that's huge for me. And I got myself a planner and I try to just, you know, chop things off. And right now, uh, right now what's cool is here's some updates. War Park is back and I have begun the process of building a new website for war park and war park is putting final mixing touches on a full length record so that is big and we really struggled to find out how to stay productive during covid especially when we live in different states and and stuff like that we're sitting on a whole music video we're sitting on singles um we're just trying to get it out in the best possible way. We have a couple shows booked that we're kind of waiting on the bills to fill up with bands and see what it's going to be like. I have a good feeling that this era of COVID, whatever you want to call this, like dipping our toes back in the water of touring um, for 
local bands. I don't know about big bands, but local bands. I I think this is going to be a good thing because I'm hoping that people are going to shy away from the large crowds and they're going to instead try to go to some smaller spots, you know, where things aren't as risky. So I'm a little bit optimistic about shows in the future where I wasn't before. (laughs) So yeah, war parks coming back. Um, Obviously, the podcast is getting up and rolling. Um, I'm going to a show tonight, so we're going to see how concerts are. And yeah, it's just full steam ahead. Figure out, figuring out how I'm back creatively and figuring out how I can get (laughs) the band together to play some punk shows. Um, I'm working on recruiting some people here in Philly to do some knucklehead shows and uh yeah everything is simmering you know the oven is on the pan and the pan is warming up um so yeah i appreciate you sticking with me if you are sticking through with me in this podcast and uh subscribing to the blog and checking the website out this shit is a lot of work for me dude like it's a lot on me. It's not just on me to create the stuff and edit it and revise it and all that stuff. Like I'm trying to put it out. I'm trying to host it. I'm working with people. I'm moving servers, you know, I'm doing like crazy shit to be able to get my stuff out there like for free most of the time. So if you want to donate, uh, I have a donate up on the, on my website now, but right now I'm, I'm working part-time. I'm doing okay. But again, shit is a lot of work. So, uh, you can send me a message on my website too. It's knuckleheadpunks.com. Um, yeah. And let me know what you think. Follow all the social medias there too. And, uh, this last pinhead song, this one is pretty much again, nail on the fucking head. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon, sooner than one month, hopefully. Uh, we'll get some shit up in September and new pl- uh, new blog coming, new acoustic video. I got everything on deck. Uh, I just got to put it out there. All right. Uh, this tune is called Find My Place. Rip on. Gotta find my place in this world. Gotta find my place in this world. I want to be more than just a face in the ground. Place in my time and this world Feel like someone's taking my place in this world I'm the little place in the place in my time